Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Rabbi Karnofsky and I'm with the Denver Community Kolal. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing a piece from the Svas Amazon Parshas Vayishlach. So we're told that there's a showdown, an exchange, a fight between Yaakov and Saro Shal Esav, who is the guardian angel of Esav. And the Torah describes it, Vayivasa Yaakov, Levada Yaakov, was left alone. Vayivavik Eshima, and a man who we know as the angel of Esav, he wrestled with him, they had a fight, Adalosashacha, until the morning. The angel sees that he can't win him, he damages him a little bit on his thigh, and then the angel asks Yaakov, could you please let me go back to Shemaim, back to heaven where I belong? And he told him, I'm not going to let you go until you give me a bracha, until you bless me. So he says, okay, I'll give you a blessing. And he asks Yaakov, what is your name? And Yaakov responds that my name is Yaakov, Vayoma Yaakov. So the angel responds to him and he says, Vayoma, Lo Yaakov, Shimcha. your name will not be anymore Yaakov, Ki Im Yisrael. You now get a new name. And your new name is not anymore Yaakov. Your new name is in addition, the name Yisrael. And it sounds like, it seems to be implied from here, that this is a blessing. The fact that he got this new name called Yisrael is a blessing. Because we don't find any other blessing that the angel gave him. Yaakov asked for a blessing. And his blessing is that your name is not just Yaakov anymore. Your name is now going to be also Yisrael. We need to understand what is the blessing in this. Of course we have to understand what is the definition of the name Yaakov, what's the understanding of the name Yisrael, what's the difference between the two, why does he have both, when does each one come into play. Of course we have to also understand this entire fight, this exchange, which obviously refers to a very deep battle going on between the force of Yaakov and the force of Esau. What is going on over here? What is this wrestling? So let's go and dive into this topic with the words of the Svasana. So he opens up, and he bases it on the words of the Holy Zara, the Zara Kaddish. But the Zara Kaddish seems to write that the word Yaakov, the root of the word, comes from the word crookedness. Right? The Akev could mean the heel, Yaakov, the word Akev, the heel. They could also mean like Vayakveni Zepha Amam, you tricked me. The word Yaakov comes from crookedness, from trickery, from coming from not a straight place. The name Yisrael is just the opposite. The name Yisrael could be read as Yashar, Yashar Kale, straight to God, straight to Hashem. Yashar, Yisrael is all about straightness. So we're already starting to see a little bit of a picture, even though we don't have much understanding yet, that the name Yaakov has to do with crookedness, and the name Yisrael has to do with things being straight. But this leaves us even more puzzled. What's going on over here? What is crookedness? What is straightness? How does all this come into our forefather Yaakov and Yisrael? So he goes on to quote another pretty famous quote from the Zohar, where the Zohar writes that the Torah, Oraisa Sosim Vagalia, the Torah is hidden and revealed. That means that the Torah has an aspect of it that's very hidden and an aspect that's very revealed. And the Zohar continues that Hashem's name is also hidden and revealed, and the Jewish people are also hidden and revealed. Klal Yisrael, the Jewish nation, Sosim Vagalia, were hidden and were revealed. So he goes on to explain that there's two aspects of how the Torah reveals itself in the world. There's the root of the Torah, the Shirish, all the way at the top, which of course is very hidden. It's a point where we have almost no comprehension when we get that deep, when we get that high. And it's completely hidden. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name at that point is completely hidden. We don't know anything about it. It's completely back in its shell. It's completely at its source. And when we go so high, we don't know anything about it. 
And then there's the level of the Torah, which we call Galia, which reveals itself, which comes down into this world. That's the level of comprehension that we could understand as human beings. With our intellect, we could understand this level of the Torah. The Torah comes down to this world. It tells us what to do, how to live, how to act. And that part of it is what you would call the revealed part of the Torah. But if we were to climb up the ladder and get deeper and deeper and deeper, we would get to an access point of the Torah where it's completely hidden. And that's why there's a very famous quote from one of the very early commentaries where he said that Tachlis Hayidiya the ultimate level of knowledge is when you grasp with certainty that you don't know. Because when we get really deep, we get to this hidden place. And when we get really high and we're staring at this point which is totally beyond us, we're able to say with absolute clarity, Shalonada, that we don't know what this thing is. But there's the part of it that comes down into this world, and that's the part that's revealed. And he explains that the same thing is true with a Yid, with a Jew, with a Yisrael, how he acts in this world. Really, our source, our root, our neshama, our soul comes from a very deep place. It's, so to speak, a piece of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a piece of God. And it comes from a very, very deep place, from the Kisei covered from the Holy Throne. It comes from really high up, and we don't even know, we can't even comprehend how deep our roots are. But then the Neshama gets sent down into this world. And this world is a world, a physical world, where we need to work, and we have a job, and we have to deal with people, and we have to combat evil, and go and live our lives the way that we know it. That is called the revealed part of our lives. And when we live our lives, we're always fighting forces that are telling us, go here, go there, go here, go there. And we have to come with a certain crookedness. Because if you would look at the path, at the trajectory of our lives, you would see, if we would look back at the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and we trace it, we'll see that we went left, and then we went right, then we went up, then we went down, forward, behind. There's always movement. There's always we're fighting, we win some, we lose some, we slipped, and then we got back up even higher, and then we slipped even more. And the path of our lives and the revealed part of it is almost crooked. Not in a bad way, it's because we're always the Itahara, the evil inclination comes to us from left field, and we gotta fight him, sometimes we slip, and then we get back into the middle, then he comes to us on the other side, and we fight him over there, and as we live our lives trying to navigate our way through this revealed world, it's a crooked path. It's not a straight path. But then there's the part of us where we sort of just retreat into who we really are. There's a point, there's a place where we could go to, which we have to be very in tune with ourselves to be able to touch it, where we can go really deep and we could sort of go to the root of our neshama and we could just sort of leave this world and all its garbage and all its shtusim and all its things that it takes us here and it takes us there and we could just seclude into who we really are. When we're davening, when we're praying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we could get to a place where we're almost not in this world anymore. We've receded into the hidden part of our neshama, of our soul. We've gone deeper than that. And at that point, we're completely straight. And that is what you would call the name Yaakov and the name Yisrael. The name Yaakov refers to the Yaakov, the Yid, the Jew that lives in this world. And he has a crooked path. He has to fight this, he has to fight that, forward, behind, left and right. There's always things and there's always movement. But then there's the name Yisrael, which refers to straightness, the clarity, to a point where we go above and beyond this world. We're at a point where everything is clear. And that's why we're called Yisrael. Yaakov, our forefather, he was at a level where he never really had to come down and navigate the crises of this world. 
But he did it for us. He did it for the future generation. Because he's our forefather. He's one of the others. And he knew that his children are going to have to navigate the tension and the friction of this world. And he specifically put himself in places where he didn't really belong. In order to help us learn how to navigate the crookedness of this world. How to get out from every single point and find your way back to the straightness. And when he won over the angel, the angel told him, I'm going to give you a bracha. And your bracha is that now you're going to be called Yisrael. That now you're going to rise above and beyond this world. And you're going to be able to touch and be in tune with your source, with your root, the shayrish, where it all comes from. And that is the name Yisrael. That's the point of straightness. The Sfasam is very classically continues. And he says that these two levels, these two parts, the hidden part, the revealed part, the crookedness, the straightness. This is how you would split up the days of the week, the six, day, the six days of the week, and the holy day of Shabbos. Shabbos Kodesh. And he says, in the week we go, to, we go to work, we have a job, we have business, we deal with people, we're working, we're moving. And that's where we're very much navigating the friction of the world with the name Yaakov. We're going here and we're going there and we slip and we fall and we go up and we climb back up. On the day of Shabbos is a day where we need to touch that name Yisrael. We need to get to a place where we stop working. Stopping to work doesn't just mean a physical, I'm not going to my business today. It means that I'm resting from this world. I'm receding. I'm going up. I'm going deeper. I'm going to my source. I'm going back to where I really come from. I come from the Kisei HaKavit. I come from the heavenly throne. I'm going higher than all of the stuff in this world. And that is what we do on Shabbos. We recede. When we say we recede, that means that we go deeper. And this is one of the meanings that we say that on Shabbos we have an Ashama Yisera. We have an extra soul. But it means that we have an extra soul. It doesn't just mean that Hashem sends us down an extra package. Here you go. You used to have one soul. Now you get an extra dose of soul. An extra soul means that we climb out of the crookedness of this world. We climb out of the Yaakov and we access more Yisrael. And when we come out of it, we're more in tune with the root of our soul. And the more in tune with that we are, we have more access to what our soul is really telling us, who we really are. And therefore, we act differently on Shabbos. And he explains beautifully that in the tefillah, in the prayer that we say Friday night in the davening, we say in the prayer of Hashkivenu, Friday night, we say, Spread over us your sukkah of peace. And then we say, Apore sukkah shalem, you Hashem who spreads a sukkah of peace, Aleinu, over us. I'll call Amma Yisrael over your entire nation, but Al Yerushalayim and over the city of Yerushalayim. What does this mean that Hashem spreads a sukkah of peace over us, over his nation, over Yerushalayim? And he explains that this is what it means. The sukkah is the hidden place. The sukkah is where we go back home. It's where we leave this world and we go back to who we really are. We go back to our Shorish. We go back to our root. And it's a place where it's just us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's who we are. We go back to this place called Sasim. And on the day of Shabbos, Hashem takes this giant sukkah, this bubble, and He envelops us, the entire Jewish people, the entire Klal Yisrael, and of course, the holy city of Yerushalayim. And He puts us all in and He wraps us in it. We go back to who we really are. We feel our Neshama. We feel the source of how deep and how hot how high of a place do we really come from? And that's what goes on on Shabbos. But in the week, we do the important, hard job of navigating this world. When we navigate it successfully, through all the crookedness, we come to a place of straightness, which we can access in Shabbos. 
One more point on this topic. Our sage is right. Chazal revealed to us that when it says that the sar of Esau, the angel of Esau, fought with him, the word avek could also mean dust. And Chazal revealed to us that the dust of the fight, of the wrestling between Yaakov and the angel of Esau, the dust rose all the way until the Kisei covered, all the way until the heavenly scroll. What does this mean that the that there's dust in between them. And what does this mean? That the dust rose all the way to this deep and high place of the Kisei HaKavit. Says this Fasam is very much along the lines of what we're just saying. This is exactly the point. We think that we fight the evil inclination, we fight the Tahara at one level. And then we pass him, and once we pass him at that level, we're good to go. That's not the case. If we win him at level one, and now we're at level two, he will come to us from a new angle. Level two. And now we need to know a new fight. How do we navigate the Itahara, the evil inclination at level two? We went out at level two, we go to level three, level four, and this will go on forever until we hit the top. When we hit the Kisei HaKavaj, we've passed them at every level. That means that there's a fight, a unique fight, a unique battle between the forces of good and the forces of evil, between Tov and between Ra, at every single element, every single angle of the universe. At level 1, at level 50, wherever we are, there's always going to be a battle that the Yetzirah comes to us and tries to push us here, and we got to push back the other way. Yaakov Avinu, he's our forefather. What it means that he's Avinu, that he's our father, means that he put himself down to the bottom and he climbed his way up and he fought the angel at every single level until he reached the Kisayakov, until he reached the heavenly throne. What that means is that he made a path for every single Jew. Wherever he finds himself, there is a way to get from there to Kisayah Kavit. He went to the bottom, from the bottom all the way to his root of Israel at the Kisayah Kavit. And the dust in between them signifies the friction between the forces of good and the forces of evil. When Tov and Ra come together, the dust in between goes up until the top because that's how long we got to fight. The fight goes on and on and on. We win him and we got to win him again, and we got to win him again. But who is the one that dug that path for us? Who gave us the ability to be able to fight and to be able to find a way back out of this crookedness at one, at two, at three, at four? In this generation that we live in today, who is the one that gave the ability for every single Jew to find his way back home, to get back to Shabbos, to get back to Yisrael, back to straightness, how to navigate this world that we live in? Yaakov Avinu was the one that he did this when he wrestled with the Malach in this Pasuk that we're learning about today. And he dug a path that from here you could access Hashem. From there you could access Hashem. From the top, from the bottom, from the middle, from the left, from the right, wherever we are, we could find our way back home and ultimately all the way back to the root of where we come from, the Kisei So we started off by asking, what does it mean the name Yaakov? What does it mean the name Yisrael? What does it mean that the Torah is hidden and it's revealed? And we explained that the name Yaakov means crookedness, which refers to navigating the crookedness of this world. The name Yisrael refers to straightness, which is our root, where we really come from. The hidden part of us, where we recede into the root, all the way to the Kisei HaKavit. And Yaakov was the one that dug the path that we could navigate this world from whatever point we find ourselves. And we could always find our way back to our high level Yisrael. During the week, we're very much focused on Yaakov. Shabbos is a time where we need to access our Neshama Yisera, the extra feeling of our soul, the extra level of straightness, of 
clarity that this is who we really are. This is the depth of a Jew. This is how great we are. And when we navigate Yaakov, we get to Yisrael, and ultimately we'll keep on fighting until we all together reach the very top, all the way until the Kisei HaKadosh.